You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, please support this show. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's right. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. You can go there and you can uh, join the uh, Subscribestar team over there for as little as $5 a month. And uh, all of it goes towards keeping this show uh, going. I mean, that's what we do. So, subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Also, if you love the show, but sometimes you aren't able to watch it, but you want to download it, you can now do that. Courtesy of Magical Trevor by going to bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Check that out. That's the podcast. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. All right. Good morning. Happy hump day, everybody. What is it? The 12th of July. My goodness. My goodness. Happy to be here with you guys today. <laughs> Lots happened in the last 24 hours. Currently, we've got an FBI director lying his fucking ass off on Capitol Hill. That's embarrassing. Awkward. He's out there lying his ass off. We've got video clips of that. We've also got some uh, radio uh, audio clips from President Trump's radio interview yesterday in Las Vegas. We'll be play, uh, playing those on his show. We've got a really, really good set of Dilly in the Wild. I've got dank memes, including the one that we opened with. My goodness, Magical Trevor, man in the arena. Well done, beautiful, powerful. That's going to make you feel good. And then we've got a bunch of headlines about Trump's opposition, about Trump himself, and a whole bunch of headlines regarding just things going on around the world that I thought were interesting and I wanted to talk about with you guys this morning. I think some people are still coming to their senses of Andrew Tate did an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. And I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a fan of Andrew Tate. And some people are sliding in my DM. Oh, my God. When did conservative Christians start liking this guy? Uh, when, the, when they fucking pulled their heads out of their ass and ass, actually listened to his message. Big mad. A lot of people big mad because the mainstream media has brainwashed them about the Tate brothers and what they stand for and who they are. But it doesn't matter now because mega viral interview, two hours with Andrew Tate and Tucker Carlson, it's done like 40 million fucking plays already. It's been less than 12, 13 hours. No, I guess that's been a little more than that now. I take that back. So it's been about eh, 16 hours, 17 hours, 40 million fucking plays. Are you shitting me? Woo! Yeah, a lot of a lot of fucking people in the dark about who Andrew Tate is and what he stands for. Sit down and listen to the interview. You see, we'll see if it doesn't change your mind real quick. But uh, it was a great interview with Tucker Carlson. Honestly, if you guys uh, take the time and listen to it, I think you'll enjoy it. It's very interesting. Smart guy. I I don't disagree on him. Uh, disagree with him about much. Uh, very in intellectual person, and uh, he has sound philosophies. Logically speaking, doesn't mean you're going to agree with them, but you can understand and comprehend his rationale, which is more than I can say for most fucking people because they're retarded. 
So that was pretty good. That was a pretty good interview. What else do I got today? Oh, God, I got dank memes. I got, uh, got some headline stuff. We got to talk a little bit about that sub that imploded because why not? I uh, also got some, let's see, I got some crazy stories too. Hold on. Got a little economic news. Nothing too exciting there. Got a nude beach update. Uh, oh, Ron DeSantis. He's, <laughs> he's failing epically right in front of everybody. It's pretty funny to watch. So, yeah, we're going to talk about all of that and a whole bunch more. It's always fun. How are you guys doing? Oh, by the way, I don't mean to alarm you. Okay, I'm going to alarm you. I think we're almost out of the signed Dilly Hat bundle. And some people were wondering, like, hey, are we, where are we at with this? Are you going to be putting them on the website? Randy snuck them onto the website, and now they are almost gone. I want to say we've got, I'll tell you right now if we have any left. I might be promoting something that's sold out. One, two, three. Okay, there's eight left. <laughs> you got eight left. I think there's eight left. It is a bundle order. It's a signed hat, which I can't reach right now, but there's a signed red hat and a shirt, either a men's or a woman's. There's only eight left on, and it's very limited sizes, so the shirts are very limited. I don't know what sizes we've got left. We're just finishing off some in inventory, but there are eight hats left, and there are eight shirts left to go with that bundle. And I can't promise you that they're all going to be, uh, you know, they're going to have your sizes because we're just cleaning the house a little bit. But, yeah, there's only eight left. There's tw I think we moved 20 of these things, and I didn't really promote it because I was like, ah, people will discover it on their own, which they did. But now you're, you got eight left. So <laughs> don't be mad at me. People get mad at me. They're like, oh, fuck you, kid. You keep, like, they treat me like I should be Walmart. Like, why isn't this in stock? I'm like. Because I have to front the money, and if you fuckers ever change your spending and buying habits, I'm left holding the bag like an asshole. And they're like, yeah, but there should be there should be more. You should just get more of this size and this color, and that's what everybody wants. And it's like, okay, thanks. Fucking appreciate your feedback, person with absolutely zero fucking experience in this arena. I know. Like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing this way? I'm like, ah, because I have to fucking manage inventory and whatnots and whatnots. Yeah, what can I say? What can I say? All right. Uh, big show, dude. We're going to have some fun. My God. Dude, I just want to take a moment. couple things. couple things. Thank you for everybody for the, all the outpouring of support for our good friend mowing his balls yesterday. Uh, he definitely could use it. Appreciate you guys also the outpouring of support for our good friend Neo1984. He certainly can use it. And everybody else in the Dilly 300, I know many of you, many of you are thriving, but some of you are struggling because you have family emergencies and health issues that come along. And I always appreciate when the community pulls together and uh, does the damn thing. Also, I got to tell you guys a heads up right now. This show could go off the fucking rails. Now, I'm not saying it's gonna. I'm just saying it's got potential. And the reason is I've got appliance delivery installers showing up in approximately 40 minutes. Now, I don't know if they'll be on time. And I'm trying to check the schedule because they don't fucking tell you when. They just give you a window, right? The only thing I can tell you is they've got three stops left before our house. So they might be here at one. They might be here at four. I don't fucking know. All I know is we've been through some shit together when vendors show up in the middle of the show. Right? It, it could get ugly. They might do something that fucking infuriates me. Right? 
And I don't want to be a prick on camera because I'm usually just so nice and everybody I'm kind of known for being so kind. But it's a little, it's a little nerve-wracking. Hey, also, I think, uh, I think Ralph is using Hogman's account. Let's go ahead and give that a five-minute. Can we just deal with that? I don't know how Ralph got into Hogman's DLive account. Did you guys see that? I think Ralph is using Hogman's DLive account. If somebody could just give that a little five-minute sit down i think that that'd be long enough for hogman to get his account back we'll we'll see what do you guys think the next he might need five fucking minutes because he's making ralph comments i think it might be ralph i'm not sure anyway anyways yeah we had a good show for you though today we're gonna have some fun christopher ray is a fucking dick by the way i don't know i would like to eventually find out who the hell it was that recommended christopher ray like i don't know who pushed for him you know what I mean? Like, I don't know who pushed for Christopher Wray uh, and said, President Trump, you need to put this guy in. I'm not sure who that was. Uh, was. Obviously, in hindsight, it was a not, he's not a good FBI director. He's horrible. Um, but Trump didn't just randomly pick that fucking name out of a hat. Somebody sold President Trump the idea of Christopher Wray. And I don't know who it was. I don't know who the original person was. Not Bill Barr. Bill Barr wasn't even in the picture at that point. It was years before that. Years? No, it wasn't Barr. Was Barr, Barr pushed for Christopher Ray before even becoming attorney general? Are you serious? Are you sure? That doesn't sound accurate to me. I might be misremembering. It all fucking runs together. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't Bill Barr. Barr wasn't even in the fucking picture yet. You're, we're going back to what? Summer of 17. I'm telling you, there was somebody that pushed him and he had no fucking business being there. They were running everything and everyone at Trump at that point. In 2017, it was such fucking chaos, them trying to stop him right away out the gate. But somebody ran Christopher Ray to him and was like, this is the guy. And I'm guessing it's somebody who eventually was fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'd like to find that out. I'd like to find out who the fuck it was. Sure as shit wasn't James Comey. That's who the previous FBI director was. Comey was a piece of shit. Many are saying Chris Christie possible. I'd be interested to find out specifically who it was. These fucking sleazebag lawyers, they all work together. Chris Christie pushed him. Yeah, but it, was he the one that initially started it? There's going to be a lot of people you go, oh, this was, but it'll be after the fact. There was somebody in the beginning. It was somebody in the very beginning. And Chris Christie wasn't inside the administration. It was somebody else. It was somebody inside the administration that said, this is your list and consider this. Consider this guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody from inside. I don't know who it was. We'll find out eventually. That's going to be my guess. We'll find out eventually. But uh, anyway, I'll show you some of the clips. He's, he's fucking god-awful. But uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Congress is doing their usual thing where they make a big to-do about nothing. You don't want to be an asshole, but it's like they do their thing. And they go, oh, I got you. This is going to be a great sound bite. Uh, why don't you say that to the camera one more time? 
And they were doing that shit again today, as they always do. And I, I don't mind when they make a guy like Ray the punching bag. The problem is it never materializes into anything. It never materializes into anything. You know what I'm saying? That's the challenge is Congress loves, loves. They make whole careers. They make entire careers arguing with people in front of a, a congressional hearing that has zero teeth. None. I mean, they basically should just refer to what they're doing as cutting campaign ads because that's all it is. All it is is campaign ad 101. They're like, get some person in here who is universally despised by both sides of the aisle and then fucking hammer his head into the dirt. And then when you're done doing that, cut, edit, fucking print, and then put that into our future campaign ad. That's all they ever do. So we're not deluded today. Like, I'm going to play these clips, and we're not sitting here like, oh, they got him now, because you don't got shit, okay? Just so we're clear. We don't got shit. We just have a bunch of congressional members teeing off and using their lawyer skills for once to grill a guy and embarrass him so that they can have campaign ads. That's how it kind of works. We'll talk about it a little bit today. There's some other headlines, too, that I was just, I got a kick out of. I mean, before we do Dilly in the Wild, I guess we can talk about this. So this is pretty fucking crazy. So, all right, before I do that, actually, that story is morbid. So before I do the morbid story, let's do the, the, the like, this will make the second story feel better. Understand? Stepson of billionaire killed on the Titan sub moans about not being able to get laid despite inheritance. That's right, folks. This little piece of shit was actually out here complaining and uh, here's what he had to say, if you want to take a look. This is pretty fucking incredible. Quit asking me for money unless you're a beautiful woman, trans woman too, an OnlyFans model, or a black dude trying to go to college. To which somebody says, how much inheritance money did you get? Anything more than zero is too much. To which this little fucker says, with millions to Spare, I, oh, he says, more than you'll make in a lifetime, with millions to spare, I still can't get laid. So this fucking little creeper wants to, he's basically down for something with a hole. He's like, if you're a black guy that wants to go to college, ask me, I'll give you money. If you're an OnlyFans model, ask me, I'll give you money. If you're a chick with a dick, ask me, I'll give you money. Or if you're an attractive female, ask me and I'll give you money. Pretty much the biggest loser little piece of shit on planet Earth, right? I'm just hoping this guy ends up in Thailand with a lady boy and uh, he's going to get fucking jacked 100%. He'll end up having his fucking organs harvested or something crazy because he was chasing Poon in some third world shithole. But this, this is like pretty much the definition of a fucking loser. I mean, there's not that this is the face of failure if I ever saw it. Now, the reason I'm sharing this story and dunking all over this stepson with his fucking I need to speak to the manager haircut. Have we ever seen a dude actually rock that? That is 100% I need to speak with the manager haircut. Bro's a Karen at like 20 years old. Fucking weird, right? Literally, this dude is so mad you put pickles on his Big Mac. He's hella mad. Anyway... Anyway, moving on from this fucker, I'm telling you this story so I can remove all of your uh, empathy for this whole circumstance before I tell you the second story, which is terrifying. 
Titan sub-victims likely realize their fate seconds before death. All right, let me explain what I learned while reading this article. An engineer in the field of oceanic fucky fuck fuckery explained that what happened was around 5,500 feet below water, the Titan submarine would have lost electrical function. Like there was an electrical power issue. Okay. Now, when you've got electrical power to the motors, you can maneuver the submarine in a way that is lowering you to the ocean floor, okay? And you're level. Got it? Okay, good. And it's using, obviously, the different little fucky-fuck uh, engines and motors to, like, blow the fucking air. And, you know, you've got your little shit going on. And it keeps you level. You understand? Okay, all right. Now, this is really important because I'm... I wonder if I have a scary... Do we have scary music? Have I ever added scary music in here? God, I should have added scary music. What's wrong with me? Man, I wish I would have added scary music. I could have done it too. But I don't dare do it right now because it'll like crash. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could add the... I mean, this this might work when I'm telling a story. Okay, that's cold. All right, now no, we're not going to do that. That's not funny. That's, maybe emotional? No, we could do emotional. Do you guys want to try emotional? Let's see here. All right, here we go. The submarine, as it descended to 5,500 feet, lost electrical power. And when it lost electrical power, it lost the ability to maneuver. And without the ability to maneuver, it was not able to stay level. At this point, what would have happened is they would have been in total and complete darkness. And because the submarine, without the ability to maneuver, is very front heavy, the 800 pounds plus of men inside this tiny submarine would have forced the nose of the submarine to descend towards the bottom of the ocean. As it began descending towards the bottom of the ocean in an accelerated speed because they had no electrical power and no ability to slow the sub down, they would have descended somewhere between 45 and 70 seconds in total and complete darkness. Roughly around the 9,000 to 9,500 feet deep mark, they would have begun to feel and hear cracks in the submarine. And it's at that point that eventually the carbon fiber tub would have been compromised and it would have fucking crunched itself completely down to nothing, killing them all instantly as they're mashed together like the way you would mix all of your condiments if you were Rob DeSantis. Squished together, completely fucking flattened into one giant, icky, juicy submarine. And, uh, and that's how it went down. So, yeah, I thought that was, that was, okay, the emotional, it's not a good choice. Do you want me to try again with, we could do it with laughing. All right, let's try this again. All right, so at around the, uh, <laughs> I know, I know, let me tell you, at around the uh, 5,500 foot mark, the uh, submarine lost electricity. And without electricity, you're not able to control the level of the descent, which means the 800 plus pounds of man in the front of this thing would have begun just descending at an accelerated rate of speed in total and complete darkness towards the bottom of the fucking ocean. I know, can you believe it? 
And as it descended, right around 9,000 feet, these guys would have been just in sheer terror. It would have been about 60 seconds, roughly, of the most scary fucking descent ever, I know. And then, and then right as you're right around 9,500 square, 9,500 feet, you guys, you would have got down there and bam, fucking dead, juice everywhere. You all of a sudden, son, father would have become one with fucking captain and other guy and dead, dead at 9,000 feet. You all become liquid juice together. Yeah, how was that? Was that better? Okay, that didn't work either. Well, fuck. I don't have Jaws music, and that's probably copyrighted. I'm using things that are certainly not going to get me in trouble. I thought that was... No? Yeah, you just... All of a sudden, he was back in his dad's bowls. Didn't even know you could do that. Bloop. Oh, you guys are sick. Who would... I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. That's disgusting. Come on. The Titan sub victims would have realized their problem only seconds before passing on. See, what happened was this phallic shaped submarine was at about 5,500 feet. Mm. When it lost the electricity, all they would have had is those sweaty bodies inside there in the total and complete darkness of the sub. And what would have happened is because without the ability to maneuver, the front of this submarine would have begun pounding south towards the bottom of that ocean, trying to reach that bottom. Mm, yeah. Unfortunately for them, there would have been about 70 seconds of pure panic as the submarine began to compromise. She's going to explode. Right around the 9,000 foot mark, you have reached your total bottom. Boom! Protein everywhere is four men become one. In one gooey, gobby, grossed out, squished together, crunched submarine. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was, I like that one the best, I think. What do you guys think? Is that, did that help? I was, uh, you want me to play the Titanic music? Will you stop it? I'm not playing the copyrighted stuff. You're going to be taken down. I was trying to do a serious story for you guys about people perishing. See, you go from I'm a man and you're a man, and now we are just men, juice men. And that's what happened. Yes, exactly, Randy, an orgy of disaster. Totally. Yeah, isn't that horrible, though? You're like this, and then you're like, ah! and you're just fucking straight down towards the bottom of the ocean, and you start feeling that pressure. Dead. Dead. Fucking instantly crunched. I know. And then when you see the fucking Satan of Spawn they left behind, you realize, yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. You know what I mean? Not a good one among them that you look. You're not looking at going, ah, not that guy. You just look and go, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Stupid. Stupid people doing stupid things. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what happens. What do you guys think? You guys can take whatever version of that uh, makes you feel better about things, but that's yeah, horrible. God. It's one thing, imagine you're like, oh my God, the ship's coming apart. And all you're thinking is, I'll swim. But dude, it's not coming apart. It's coming together. <sniffs> Horrible. Horrible. Don't get in submarines. Unless like the Navy built it, okay? That's like my solid advice of the day. I know a lot of shows, 
They will do advice stuff. You know, because you make a lot of money just being strictly advice, right? I used to do just strictly advice. But I'm going to give you a piece of advice that if the Navy didn't build it, don't go underwater in it, okay? You understand? Like, don't just, you don't want to do that. Because, like, if you, okay, you ever jump, jumped in a pool and it was a little deeper than you thought and your ears popped and you're like, ow, that's like 12 feet. You jumped in a 12-foot pool and we're like, oh, my ears, owie. 9,000 feet, bro. Dude, ew. They were probably all smooshed together on the inside of the metal of that fucking summer. You just don't do it. It's just simple. You just avoid. You say, I have a rule. I only get on submarines that the U.S. Navy built. Otherwise, I'm good. You know, you just stay away. By the way, thank you for noticing my hair today, Tiff. I appreciate that. It is. I'm having a flawless hair day right now. God, look at that. John Stamos, kiss my ass. Huh? Huh? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Now, I don't know which one of you sons of bitches this was. Strip poker. Long Island, man. Slugs one-legged man. Flaunts genitalia at Las Vegas Casino. Okay. Now, listen to me. We're going to go through these images because they're fucking hilarious. So first, let's start with the, the one on the left. We start here, okay? This is the moment that this guy up here is about to punch a one-legged man, all right? Now, there's a lady pretending she doesn't like what she's seeing, but she obviously does. This is Vegas. Everyone's having a good time. Naked guy, dick in your face, punches a one-legged man, right? This is a fun time. This is a party. You're having a good party. Punch a one-legged guy in the face, right? Okay, so this is going well. Now, the second part of the headline should disturb you, though, because they mentioned something called flaunts genitalia. Now, in my mind, men flaunt genitalia by doing the helicopter, right? But this is not the helicopter. This is a man pretending he's at a gynecologist's office. I... Don't know what's happening here. Okay, listen to me. This lady has the worst fucking view ever. Dude in the back is enjoying this way too much. Dude in the back is the guy. The dude in the back right there is the one who clearly gave this dude the drugs. Uh, you see the guy in the back? That's the guy that's like, this motherfucker took all the drugs. You know what I mean? But old boy was like, check out my dick and balls. I'm not going to stand up and flaunt them. I'm going to lay on my back. And give you the whole shebangabang. Flaunting the whole shebangabang. There you go. Uh, it was also rumored that this guy likes to make his lasagna with cottage cheese. I don't can't confirm that last part, but I've heard it's true. Anyway, if you go to Las Vegas, not everything stays in Las Vegas, okay? This is modern times. It More than likely, whatever you did in Las Vegas is on the internet within... Before you get home from Las Vegas, okay? Don't do that. Don't go to Las Vegas and pull your legs back butt naked on a fucking poker table and show everybody your anatomy, right? Or as the uh, headline reads, uh, what was the official headline? Flaunt your genitalia. All right? Don't do that. Don't flaunt your genitalia in Las Vegas this way. There's other, there's other ways to do this. <laughs> What is wrong with people from fucking what 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 are what why is everybody from Long Island like this? It seems like everything every time I've ever done a story about someone from Long Island, 
They're flaunting their genitalia. I'm not from that part of the country. Can we get confirmation from my East Coasters? Is everybody on Long Island always looking for a reason to show and flaunt their genitalia, no matter what it looks like? I haven't been to Long Island, but it just feels like this is a thing there. Like, oh my God, this is so great. Watch, look at my butthole. Huh? Okay, Phantom says Long Island is the most fucked up place. Okay, push. Okay, Marissa agrees. She says she's from Long Island. Okay, then it's true. So everything I do here out of that place is about this. <laughs> Marissa, don't bullshit me. You're a maniac too. You just, you didn't do this because you didn't been to Vegas yet recently, maybe. Anyway, dude, I don't know. That's just disgusting. Uh, I'm trying to hit you guys with the really good news before we get to the shitty news. What else? Oh, hey, here's a fun one. Here's some inflationary news before we break down videos and the whatnots. This is fun. So inflation only went up 3% in June. It was the smallest since March of 2021. Now, the problem is it had already risen uh, 33% since March of 2021. So what's another three? See, only 3%, guys. Things are looking up. Bidenomics, everyone. Bidenomics for everybody. You love $400 groceries. Hey, Golden Sachs is reportedly uh, warning Wall Street about its tanking profits. <laughs> Man, I'm so sad about how Goldman isn't making the money they used to. Isn't that brutal? God, all those poor guys have to buy one yacht now. <sighs> Fucking losers. I know. Can you believe that? Super sad. Very sad. I know. Everybody is super sad about this one, which is why we're talking about it. Okay. Now, let's talk about self-image. All right? <laughs> I'm mature. Listen, I know. Self-image. I'm going someplace with this. Self-image is important. It's, uh, you know, you don't want to be comparing yourself to Instagram models on the interwebs who are using heavily filtered photographs in an attempt to create a perception of perfection, uh, which is obviously not possible, and it's retarded, all right? And then what happens is you go, and you're scrolling the interwebs, and you find a bunch of perfect-looking people, and you say to yourself, I am a piece of shit, because I don't look like those people. Well, that's ridiculous, all right? That's ridiculous. Now, one couple did find a solution to this, and this is what I recommend you do, only because I think you'll have good stories for me. I went on a nude cruise with 2,300 strangers and it cured my body image issues. There you go. The solution is to go and be on a cruise with other naked, ugly people so that you can judge them for the entire duration of the cruise until you come home and have a high self-esteem. See? Totally healthy. This is the best way to build one's self-esteem is by judging the shit out of other naked people who had the courage to be naked and then essentially deciding that you are wherever you fall on that scale of attractiveness based on the cringy nature of the other naked people. So this is what you can do. Um, and that's a great, great thing. To, there you go. It's a lot of fun. You just head on out. 
Yeah, it's totally not deranged and weird in any kind of way. It's absolutely a great thing. Now, having worked at a nudist resort, I will say it does, in fact, do wonders for one's self-esteem when they are confronted with what, uh, what is actually going on in the world, okay? You start to realize, huh, nice. Odessa, shut the fuck up about your wrinkles. God damn it. Be a human that's normal and you just fucking drink more water and use your lotion and age like a normal person, okay? I'm not letting this shit slide in my chat today, all right? I didn't fucking bring this up so my chat turned into a therapy session. So help me God, I see one more. Oh, Desi, you're beautiful. Stop it. I'm going to drop kick the next person who fucking says it. You broads need to knock it the fuck off. It's okay. Drink some water. Slap on some fucking lotion. Walk it off, all right? I don't want to hear it. This is not the place. Here, we're normal, where we go, I am X certain number of years, which means I'm going to have X number of normal fucking wrinkles, which is completely fucking normal, because I'm not a goddamn science experiment. Do you understand me? I will fucking kick the ass out of every single person in here. Oh, God, God. No, I got this one wrinkle. It's so upsetting. I will fucking lose my shit, okay? Hey, you guys, can somebody ban my wife? Just I see her in there. She thinks she's funny. I'm just going to need you guys to ban it. Just Anyway, we save this for people. You know what? I'm going to remember this after I get back from my vacation because I'm getting my height increased. Yes, they're going to snap both of my femurs, adding approximately three to four inches to my height. I can't wait to be about six foot one. It's going to be great. I have to learn to walk again, and I have to learn to run again, and I'll never do a squat the rest of my life. But you know what? I'm going to have a 33-inch inseam, and it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely great. <laughs> God, somebody's so gay. Fucking vanity. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never understood it. Everybody wants to alter their shit. It makes no fucking sense to me. That makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, dude, no. Why would you do that? Give us a fuck. Just exercise. Be the best version of you. You're all going to be ugly as fuck when you die anyway. You know what I mean? Nobody's putting you in the ground hot. You're all going in the ground shriveled and gross. Like, what's the fucking point? Like, yeah, but there was this gap of years where she was the most fuckable chick on the block. It's like, if you already got a husband and you already had children... The only thing you're trying to do is be healthy. You understand? I mean, you could try to be hot for him, but what the hell else are you competing with? You know what I'm saying? You're all going to die ugly as shit. You're all going to go into the grave fucking just bleh. Yeah, you just, just, honestly, the real goal is just don't be fat. If, if you want the truth, just don't be fat. It's simple. Like, oh, you're relatively thin. Great. What can you do with thin? Thin, you can use lotion. You can add some muscles. The biggest thing is you just want to be healthy and you don't want to, you want to be able to fit your clothes comfortably. You understand? Jesus, so combative today. Why you guys got me going? You're doing this shit on purpose. I know you do. You get me fucking going. First, the cottage cheese comment, which I'm fucking, I'm, I'm mowing his balls. I'm going to let it slide today because I care about you. Any other fucking day, pal. Any other day, dude, you might, you'd be gone. 
Today I'm going to let it slide. Today we let it slide. But Hogman says I'll be a handsome corpse. Hog, you'll never be a handsome anything, you fuck. How dare you, Mr. 666 followers. Yeah, fucking Hogman. Oh, I'll be a good-looking corpse. Eventually? Hmm? You fucking want to talk your shit beginning of the show there, chief. Yeah, Hogman, I'm going to be a handsome corpse. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, Hog, sure. Right. No. When I met your wife, I thought she had fucking lost a Make-A-Wish like contest or something. I was like, what did you you do? Like, what happened? I was like, that's when I realized Harley Chick is the nicest woman I've ever met. It was, that was the moment. I was like, God, you are the fucking nicest person I've ever met. Or you have the worst vision ever. You know, just the fucking worst vision ever. I was like, oh my God. No one ever got her laser eye surgery. Thank God. (laughs) She's fucking, she's a doll. You married a saint, my friend. Married a fucking saint. Eh, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Huh? Maybe little hog is really fucking. Yeah, good for you, bud. I mean, I actually am tending to believe this now because I've met you. So, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Anyway, yeah, isn't that fun? There you go. You know what's great for like, if you want to be, you know, we we're talking about self-image. If you want to have an overinflated sense of self-image, marry a hot chick. Like, I actually empathize with Hogman. I get it, dude. Because you married a beautiful woman who was obviously took pity on you, right? But the problem is you've been with her so long, you're like, I'm hot, obviously, too, because I married her. I have the same problem with Randy, right? You're just walking around as an ugly piece of shit and you're thinking you're hot, but you don't know what her motivation was. She probably liked the way you killed deer. You know what I mean? But I get it because that same thing happened to me. I walked around and I was like, oh, I must be good looking. And then I, you know, you hit a mirror and you're like, what the hell, right? The other thing that I figured out too is if you marry a really hot woman, it kind of tells you that you married someone, like if you're, if you're like, my wife's like inordinately hot, then that, it's funny because then you can win every argument about what's wrong with her mentally. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of the fun is like, like you might be hot, but you're fucking crazy. Well, how do you know I'm crazy? Because your hot ass married this face. You fucking married me. I don't know what you were doing. I don't know what's going on in your fucking crazy head that you thought that I was somehow, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it says, it's like, oh, okay. Now I know why Randy married me, which we're not going to get into, but, but that's what happened. Like Hog knows it. He walked around. He's like, I'm a stud until he walked into a room full of other women that are like, and then they saw Harley and they're like, oh, he must be really nice. You know what I'm saying? That's what they, they go. He must be really, he, I bet he treats her really well. If you're the husband that the other wives go, I bet he treats her really well. You're the ugly husband. That, that's, that means you're, you're more than two points removed from your wife. So if your wife is like a nine or a 10, you're at least a seven or an eight or lower. You understand? That's where there starts to be a separation. I think we're getting an update on appliances. Hold on, everybody. This could be exciting. That's not an update on my appliances. Where's my appliances? Fuck you. Spamming me with this shit. Oh, hey, shout out to a Rumble for notifying all of my f- fans and followers that the show's on 45 minutes after it started. That's, that is definitely not annoying as fuck. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's, that is great. Also, shout out to everybody who just bought up the last of the signed hats. Those are now gone. I believe, Randy, can we confirm that? Are they gone? 
I think they're all gone. I think you guys just swooped the shit out of them. That's cool. Um, here, let's check on the status of our order. We had three people ahead of us. There are now... Hold on, everybody. It's going to be good. There's now three people ahead of us. <laughs> I don't know where they're at. Maybe they went to lunch. All right, listen. This show is actually going to have news and substance. This is not what I would consider meat and potatoes so far. And for that, I'm sorry. This has been a lot of bullshit. But I do have actual news, and we are going to actually cover it. FBI Director Christopher Wray was just asked repeatedly whether there was one or more FBI agents or informants on the ground at January 6th as part of the crowd which entered the Capitol. Ray refused to answer over and over. I can't imagine why. So as I mentioned, everybody, everybody hates Christopher Ray, and he has totally earned that because he is a fucking woke douchebag, okay? Dude is uh, essentially operating in a fucking domestic terror organization known as the FBI. He doesn't seem to give two fucks about actual American patriots or the rule of law. He just cares about being woke. And if you don't believe me, let's check out some of these. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, we got Congressman, is it Johnson? Congressman Johnson, I think, is the first one. Check this shit out. Can you define what disinformation is? What I can tell you is that our focus is not on disinformation, broadly speaking. Well, wait a minute. Yes, it is. Wait a minute. Can I answer the question? You can in a minute. Your star witness said in the litigation, Elvis Chan, who's in charge of this, said they do it on the basis of disinformation. We We need a definition of what that is. Our focus is on malign foreign disinformation, that is foreign hostile actors who engage in covert efforts to <laughs> Mr. abuse Ray, our Mr. social media platforms, which is something that is not seriously in dispute. I have to stop phenomenon. you for time. That's not accurate. You need to read this court opinion because you're in charge of enforcing it. Oh, so he's talking out of his ass. He doesn't actually know the answers. He's just speaking out of his ass as usual. Watch. It gets even more awkward. Watch this one. And then July 4th, we had this explosive, explosive 155-page opinion from a federal court in my home state of Louisiana. It explains in detail that the FBI has been directly involved in what the the court says is, quote, arguably the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. The court ordered the White House, DOJ, and FBI, among others, to immediately cease colluding with and coercing social media companies to suppress American speech, of course, conservative speech in particular. Director Ray, I find it stunning. You made no mention of this court opinion, either in your opening statement today or in this lengthy 14-page report that you prepared on July 12th, which is eight days after the court ruling. Have you read the ruling, sir? I am familiar with the ruling, and I've uh, reviewed it with our Office of General Counsel. Are you deeply disturbed by what they've told you about the ruling if you haven't read it yourself? Uh, Obviously, we're going to comply with the court's order, the court's preliminary injunction. We sent out guidance to the field and the headquarters uh, about how to do that. Uh, Needless to say, the the injunction itself is a subject of ongoing litigation, uh, and so I'll I'll decline to comment further on it. Well, let me tell you what the... Jesus Christ. By the way, meme team did their digging, courtesy of Machiavelli Memes and Magical Trevor, and have concluded and confirmed that Christopher Ray was Chris Christie's personal attorney, and it was fat fuck Chris Christie that was heavily pushing Ray as the FBI director. Yikes. Yikes.
The problem with FBI directors, too, is those cunts, once they get in there as FBI director, are very fucking difficult to get rid of. When they're embedded, good luck. CIA directors tend to come and go. FBI directors, good fucking luck. Okay? Brutal. Dude needs to be shit-canned like yesterday. All right, Matty Yates, go ahead. Cut a fucking congressional video for us. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Ac absolutely not. The FBI well, does not and has no oh, interest on. in protecting You won't protecting answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. Okay, great, great, uh, great uh, ad cut. Thank you. Well done, and scene. There you go. There's your first ad campaign for Matt Gates, 2024. Let's go ahead and see the next one. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the Inspector General? I'm not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization of the Inspector General's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. Well, the Internet but, will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can Seems tell like you, a number you should know. How many times the FBI's breaking the law under your watch? I remember when Trey Gowdy used to sit in front of these same panels and do the same shit, and everyone was blowing him then, too. Remember that? Trey Gowdy? He's got on Fox now. <clears throat> Likes to wear purple. And some gay little glasses. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> Good. Matt, you're killing him. Uh, I look forward to you introducing legislation to defund the FBI. Let me know when it gets to the desk. Let me know which bill you've, you're going to be introducing to defund the FBI. I need to see it. I do appreciate <clears throat> a good congressional lambasting lambasting it's really awesome man wow wow let me know which bill that is that you've introduced that says we're going to defund the fbi and close the fucking doors i'll just wait for that yeah sorry i don't believe anybody in congress none i'm not mad at all of them but i don't believe any of them I don't believe a single one of these people. Not one. Nope. Not even one. 
It's just like, oh, okay, that was good. And it's just lawyers lawyering, you know what I mean? They've been sucking each other off for doing that kind of shit for years. I'm not trying to give, like, Matt Gates the shit end of the stick. It's not his fault. But America has watched you guys do this thing where you're, like, zinging. All Congress is is basically spaces with video. You understand? Like, that's, there's nothing, no one's actually winning or, or you're not even actually, you're not even actually changing minds. You understand? Congress is basically Twitter spaces just with video. And they're like yelling at each other and jacking off on each other's faces and then being like, but there's no, that's not, that's not going to do anything. That, that doesn't bring back or restore law and order. It doesn't uh, clean up anything. It doesn't defund anything. And that's probably why I don't really like give it much credence. And I don't really have a lot of respect for Congress. Just as an institution, I think it's, at this point, I think it's kind of a joke. I think they're useless. I think they're all, I think none of them know how to succeed in life except for elections. And that's a challenge. Like when you, don't know how to actually reach your dreams other than coercing voters. I mean, God, because all that is is telling people what they want to hear and then making sure to show up a couple of times a year at certain hearings. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel, I don't know. I think that a really naive version of me a few years ago would have been impressed by the fireworks at Congress with Gates. But I'm an adult man now. I'm 41 years old. I look at that and I go, okay. What are you going to do about all this? What are you actually doing about it? Did, did I miss where you actually submitted paperwork for <clears throat> an impeachment of, uh, of the fucking FBI director? Now, the, the older versions of the Dilly Show would have celebrated that. I'd have given him a mic drop and said, oh, man, good job, Matt Gates. I don't know, man. You know, I just kind of look and go, yeah. I've been looking at that, and I, I think... Where's the legislation? Like, where's the teeth on this little fucking tiger? Like, where's the teeth? Where's the legislation? Where's the reining in on spending by the deep state? Where's the reining in of lawless, you know, law enforcement entities in, in the fucking spying? Where, where is the, uh, you know, per, the Fourth Amendment protections? Like, no one's really f doing shit. So you hear them talk, and they say the things, they do the things, and I just shrug and go, okay, it's... Yeah. All right, bro. Okay, whatever. Hey, what's this? Jay Scott made a meme. I don't know what it is. Let's play it. I didn't get to see it yet. I think it was he was excited about it. It has a TV. Look. What's this? What'd you make, Jay Scott? Show me that smile oh, we're gonna dunk on this guy already? Alright. It's your first time at Dry Fridays. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us why you're here. Okay, I can go. Um, I'm Jenna, and I got caught drinking a beer in my suite, and it just sucked because it was the night before my 21st <laughs> birthday. Oh, man. <laughs> Last weekend, I did a 10-minute solo keg stand and got so faded. Wake up the next morning, I'm like, 
When did I get a, a, a no-hawk? Uh, no What's hawk? a no-hawk? It's like a, an opposite mohawk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, see, sometimes it's just not worth it, right? Yeah, dude, totally. Anyone ever get wasted and text an ex? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. Or ever order food and then pass out before it's delivered? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a story, and Courtney, you can go ahead and pop that beanie back on if you want. Um, I'll be straight with you guys. My freshman year, Dana knows about this, I passed out in the hall outside my dorm room. Hey, I could beat that. Spring weekend, I passed out in the Taco Bell bathroom. Please clap. Going well. Apart at the seam, the Murdochs start to sour on DeSantis. They can smell a loser. Uh-oh. There's so many jokes here. I feel like everything is alluding to the story I couldn't tell you guys involving a certain type of food. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like everything is centered around that. I'm not saying it is, but it feels like it at times. Anyway, the Murdochs are starting to sour on DeSantis because he's a loser. Yeah, it's awkward as hell. This story getting, and this was not just Rolling Stone. They got this in the New York Times also. I mean, it's just a dunk fest on Rob. He's having a rough one. DeSantis confronts a Murdoch empire no longer quite so supportive. The Florida governor has faced tough questions and critical coverage lately from Fox News and other conservative outlets in a sign of growing skepticism. What? What do you mean, dude? What do you mean? I thought he was doing great. I thought he was, was, I thought he was strengthening his campaign. We just had to wait for him to actually launch, right? Remember? Oh God, the stories just get worse, and everyone's talking about the stories. Stop talking about the the media is afraid of Rod DeSantis. It's not that he's a fucking idiot meatball. It's that they're scared because he's down by forty and he's scary. The great Rod DeSantis campaign train wreck. Case for the Florida governor's Republican nominee is based on a fatal misreading of what Trump voters want. I'd say that's pretty accurate. I think that nobody wants the meat. No one ordered the meatball. No one wants to tell the meatball that no one ordered the meatball. And thus, the meatball continues like nothing's wrong. What did I do? It's going great. I'm Rod DeSantis. Everybody loves me. I won by 20 points in Florida. <clears throat> actually, dude, everybody fucking hates your guts, and it's getting worse by the day. Now, why would it be getting worse? Well, we're going to talk about it, because there's certain stories that are starting to gain momentum, and uh, and they're not going to get better over the next four months. Magical Trevor discussed this last night. Uh-oh, front page of the Miami Herald. Here we go. It's brutal. Another home insurer is leaving Florida. It is getting bad. Wait until the storms hit. Once those storms start hitting, people are going to start freaking the fuck out. The foreclosures are going to blow your, blow your mind because they're not going to be able to afford the homeowner's insurance because they have limited options. Homeowners forced to look for alternatives after Farmers Insurance announces a departure from Florida. That's right. Rod DeSantis asleep at the wheel. And now Florida's got themselves in quite the conundrum. But 
DeSantis continues to double and triple down, making this absolutely fucking genius statement, considering what we know about him. Really solid job, Rod. I'm not a number two guy. Rod DeSantis says he won't be Donald Trump's running mate if he doesn't win the GOP 2024 nomination because being Florida governor carries more clout than the role of VP. There is so much retardation in this fucking statement. First of all, imagine being such a meatball that you're trying to convince yourself being a feckless governor is somehow more historically fucking relevant than being the vice president. Dude, this is like what it looks like when you dump a bitch and she's like, I didn't want to marry you anyway. And you're like, I dumped you before the third date. And she's like, yeah, but I wouldn't have married you. And you're like, you're an idiot. Trump doesn't want you as his vice president, you fucking schlep. No one asked you for that to be that job. And now you're going to pretend that being a governor is somehow more important than being the vice president of the entire United States? This shows numerous flaws in this retard's thinking. The fact that he's even trying to sell that shit is comical. I swear to God, if you guys let him call himself King Rod, he would. Especially with that bitch wife that keeps calling herself the first lady of Florida, which is retarded. It is a retarded moniker. Any self-respecting woman would fucking know there's only one first lady, and that is the presidential first lady. There is no such thing as the first lady of Florida. Sheer fucking idiocy. And you know what? It's comments like these that make me feel good about watching Miguelifornia absolutely fucking, re- like, destroy, destroy Rod DeSantis and his bitch wife. Thank you, Mike. Hello, everyone, and welcome to First Coast Living. I'm Casey Black DeSantis. She's credited with carefully managing his public image, even changing how he pronounces his name. He used to say DeSantis. This is Governor Ron DeSantis. But she persuaded him to soften the first syllable to DeSantis. I think that Americans want nothing more than prosperity and opportunity. Through Why are you holding that mug up? My Club for Growth mug. I got this when I was, <laughs> was up in D.C. She's the power behind the throne, the tip of the spear. And the golden rule in Florida is never cross cases.
please clap. So whatever happened to that Rod DeSantis from Florida? Oh, man, this fucking guy with a guitar just ruined his life. That's what the history books are going to say. This fucking guy with his karaoke memes just, he took a guy and just, he ruined him. He just kept making the music. He just kept going. And even after Rod had dropped out and pretty much shriveled up and died, he made memes and music about that too. And then, and then when Rod, you know, fucking walked into the ocean, just walked directly into the ocean to end himself, and he made more music about it then too. It just he kept going, and it was like, it was like this fucking musician was just so inspired to ruin this man using his God-given talents. It's like, he thinks it's going to be over. It's like, it's never going to be over. It's never going to be over until entire arenas full of Floridians chant Mike's music during Rod DeSantis' fucking arrival. You just keep going. Rod, are you okay? Rod, are you okay? How you doing? You okay, dude? Uh, you just walked into the ocean. You drank a lot of ocean water. Hey, man, have you heard this song about you? It's fucked up. Uh, dude, he deserves it. The guy fucking deserves every ounce of it. Uh, it's much more prestigious to be a, the governor of Florida. What an idiot. What a fucking idiot. God. Can't even kind of respect that. What the hell is this? Did you guys make a weird video? What is this? What the fuck is this? You guys made a weird video, didn't you? Hold on. Someone made me a video. Is that Christina Peshaw? Oh, God. Is this a bad karma meme? This is going to be weird. I already can tell. Dust below. Oh, God damn it. Um, the ideas of the upper room and all that is seen. That hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Come on, kiss me. Kiss me. And tell me who's the head on you here. What, I'm not hot enough for you? I'm not hot enough? I'm not sexy enough? Quack. <laughs> I'm you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> oh, I knew bad karma. You knew he gets a hold of something. He's like, I got an idea, guys. I got a. It's a. It's a. It's a Zoom call with weirdos. <laughs> Fucking Cardildo boobs. <laughs> oh, it's solid. I'm not complaining. Hey, what's this video? Hey, I don't think this one's a meme, though, is it? Wasn't this actually put out by the news? Sorry, let's see what they have to say. DeSantis is like a 10 and 0 team, okay? He's got a booming economy, and more people are moving there than any other state in the country. Ron DeSantis also just lacks a lot of the charisma that we see from other candidates. Molly, you know, he is the star right now. Is he the new leader of the Republican Party? We got to do an intervention. He doesn't have the campaign skills. He is talking about failure to launch. We've not seen that from a governor or even, frankly, a senator, have that kind of strength this early in a, in a presidential primary. You're down over 30 points to Trump. What's your strategy for catching up? The media does not want me to be the candidate. I was at a diner down at Harry and the Natives in yes. Hope Sound on Friday. People love him. Your numbers are somewhere between 20 and 10 percent, and they've stayed there for about two months. There are those that say there's something about you that's not connecting.
fuck, you little meatball. Oh, dude. That's gonna fucking leave a mark. Ouchie. God damn. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. All right, listen, you guys. Okay, that's enough. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. That's enough. Now, listen to me. Other candidates are emerging. Not saying you should be scared. I'm saying you need to at least keep them on your radar. One such candidate's name is... Asia Hutchinson? Ada? Asia? Asa? Is it Asa? As Asa Hutchinson? Asa? Asa? Ada? Is it Ada? Asa? 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 Asia? Is it Asia Hutchinson? It is Asia. Ada? Ada? Asia? Is it Asia? Anyway, this guy, uh, Dude, he is hot on the trail. Thanks to Governor Asia Hutchinson for visiting Nevada and answering our questions from voters today. Dude, if I'm Asia Hutchinson, I'm punching whoever gave them the approval to pub. That's five people. Not a figurative five. That's five people. The lady in the back works for him, okay? That's five seated individuals listening to an old guy what are you going to do, man? Is he literally going to win the election by talking to every single human in, in America one at a time? Is that your plan, Asia? No, there's five people. We don't count that person standing up because she's not involved, all right? That's like a reporter or something. Is this guy going to go around to America and talk to every person one by one? Is that what we're doing? This guy, can anybody say they're running for president? Like, if we were to judge based on crowd size, am I running for president right now? Am I running for president right now on The Dilly Show just by having more than five people? This dumb shit is actually included on television right now. They interview him. They interview him and they say things like, what will you do if birds fucking, if, if monkeys fly out of my asshole and you become president? Like, imagine, like, News is supposed to be shit that's relevant and, and like, newsworthy. Why would you interview a guy that has five people at his fucking events? You have more people in the green room for your gay little shows. This lady's not going to even see the 2024 election. I'm not trying to be mean, but she's not. Look at, he's addressing her concerns. Her concerns? What, post-mortem? That lady in the blue, God, re God rest her little fucking soul. That's the voter you're trying to reach. And who's that other guy up there? Who's the other guy with the fucking FBI beard? Huh? Look at that shit. That's incredible. You've got an elderly woman in her couch that showed up next to her. And then you've got this dude with his FBI beard. Hold on. Let's see what the other fucking rest of these dorks look like. 
I think the other guy works for the... Is that guy on the DeSantis campaign? Isn't that that one Jack something guy or something Murphy or something like that? He'll let you pound out his wife, I heard. I think that's that guy. Isn't that that guy? That one on the left? Isn't that the dude? Hmm? No? This is amazing. What a, what a motley group of losers. Hey, I appreciate all the Asia signs, too. Asia 2024. You didn't even get the signs, did you, Asia? There's no signs. You can't even get an Asia fucking 2024 button. He's like, hello, folks. Now, I know you thought I was going to come and talk to you about American politics. But what I really want to talk to you about is the stain on my shirt and what you can use to get it out. Have you ever seen this product? Let me show you here. I'm Asia Hutchinson. <laughs> so he's gonna, next thing you know, he's going to take his shirt off and spray some shit on it, and he's gonna, it's going to magically remove the stains. It's going to be great. I love that, by the way. I absolutely love a good old guy that's still in the game trying to sell shit. It's like my favorite kind of guy. A good old guy salesman is my favorite. Especially when they're, they're mansplaining some shit that I decided was gay 12 years ago. And he's talking to me about it like he just fucking discovered toast. You know what I mean? I love an old guy like that. Have you seen this? Yeah, I did. I, I remember that first version of it. <laughs> Let me tell you, you can still get it at a discounted price. Yeah, Asia, it's discounted because it's 14 years old. <laughs> Works great. They don't make them with the parts like this anymore, though. Asia, I don't even think if you update that, the software is going to make it to where it won't be compatible with anything else. It doesn't matter. It works. Do you see how it powers on? Look at that screen. They say there's over a thousand colors in this screen. Yeah, I, Asia, it's a phone, and you can't dial out on that phone because it's no longer supported by the network. It doesn't matter. Do you understand this thing? Will you can hold a charge on this thing for seven and a half hours still? Yeah, Asia, it holds a charge for seven and a half hours because you can't fucking dial out. There's no use of it. Like, it's essentially a paperweight with an alarm. Well, you know what? It still is really colorful. You can hold it in your pocket. It's not too big, not too small. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys ever get trapped with that guy? I love a good old man salesman. They fucking crack me up, dude. Talking to me about shit I don't care about. And I listen to him. I listen to him because I want to help him refine his skills. So I ask dumb fucking questions about his dumb fucking product. And I don't do it like an insincere dick either. I'm sincere. And I say things like, well, if I buy this from you today, what am I going to do if I need customer service on it? And then I let him talk for 12 minutes about the incredible back-end service that he personally is willing to drive to my house and take the uh, device from me and open it up and fix it right there in front of me. I love a good old guy salesman. They're my favorite. Just pumping them for information that's been outdated for at least a decade or more. He's quoting Encyclopedia Britannica to me about the product. I love a good Encyclopedia Britannica trip. He doesn't even say things like Google it. He says, go look at your encyclopedia right now. If you think I'm lying, and if my, my guarantee is, uh, is as good as anything on the market today. Oh, the, can I see a copy of it? No, it's my word. My word is my guarantee. I've, you're getting Bob's guarantee, which means it works, okay? Do you understand me? And unless you're going to call me a liar right here in your fucking living room, uh, which I don't think you would do, sir, because this 
is the South and we're played around here, then you know that that guarantee is as good as gold. Ah, I love a good, as good as gold. Huh? Isn't that great? You guys think I'm trolling, but I'm not. I literally get these guys going and I'm enthusiastic. Like, huh? No shit. I had no idea. No way. You got one of yourself, huh? Your grandkids still use it when they come over? Fuck. Tell me more. How do you do it? How do you do it at your age? What are you pulling down these days? 50? 36? 36? Is that full time? Oh, that's overtime. Okay. There you go. Get it done though, right? You're getting it done. It's fine. 36K overtime. Okay. Fucking tell me about it. What else they give you? Company car? No way. They give you that? Fuck. Is that a Buick? Fantastic. You get to pick out the color or they just kind of give you one? Oh, you get the last one. The guy died? Yeah, that's fine. Who cares? You know what, though? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're doing things. You're still hustling at your age. Living the dream. You know what? Keeps you involved. Keeps you involved talking to the community. You're not sitting at home doing nothing, right? You're out here still helping people. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Tell me more. Do you have a water filter I could buy? I need one of those too. Can you tell me about the water filter? I need a. I need to know about the water filter. What? So, reverse osmosis, you say? Reverse osmosis. Is that new? Is that a new thing? It's new technology. Of course it is. We haven't all heard about the reverse osmosis. No, 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 no. I want to buy your two thousand dollar water filter. I don't want my brother that was nineteen ninety nine. No, no, no. Tell me what. What else does it do? It it uh, it osmosis is my water in reverse, right? Using some rocks. We're gonna use rocks. Okay. Oh, it's good. Yeah, you can taste the difference. Absolutely. Let me get my wife in here. Let me get my wife in here. She wants to taste your water. Now you got to tell me how many payments? I get them going, dude. You show up at my doorstep with stupid shit. I'm going to waste your fucking day. You're not making any money. I'll ask you questions until you're trying to figure out how to get out of the sale. You guys think I'm joking, but I'm not. I'm a dick. I am. I'm a fucking dick. Oh, you're selling what? Oh, God. Yeah, tell me about it. Can you demonstrate it? What other colors do you have? Is there any other scents available? Does it? What fabrics won't it work on? Uh-huh. Let me see you do it. Stain your own shirt. Stain your own shirt. Oh, it's, you want pizza sauce? I'll go get sauce. Put sauce on your shirt. I want to see you clean it. Your own fucking shirt. Not my shirt. Your shirt. No. Yeah, I don't know about your towels. I don't care about your towels. I want to see if you can stain the fuck out of that shirt you're wearing and then get the stain out in front of me. I'll buy it right now if you can get the stain out. I'll buy it right now. I'll buy three bottles and I get the two, what, fourth and fifth free? Let me see you stain your shirt. I do all this shit. I just am like, you showed up. You walked into my fucking world. I didn't come to you to waste your time. You showed up. I'm moving clients around. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't talk today. I got this really important meeting. I'm fucking rescheduling shit just to make a point. You know what I mean? Because I want him to go home and be like, what just happened to me? Did I just absolutely get fucking Twitter trolled in real life by some dickhead? I'm like, oh, you does, it does what? You got fucking reverse osmosis. Jesus Christ. You guys have all been on the end of that fucking sales pitch, haven't you? You ever been on the end of that one? So I need to, how much do I have to spend? Well, it's it's not cheap, but... You want, you get what you pay for. Uh-huh. You get what you pay for? Is that right? So it's going to cost me, what, 2800 
and I can give you my credit card and you'll just bill me in monthly installments? Fuck. This is a no brain. Who says no to this? <laughs> Who says no to this? Who wouldn't want a fucking $3,000 water fucking reverse osmosis for their trailer? Huh? These fucking dweebs, man. And they all do it. It's all old school. They all went to the fucking old school. Old school. What is it? You got to, what is that? Tom fucking, uh, oh God, what's, I'm drawing a blank on his name. My mom would kill me for not remembering his name. There's a fucking dude. He was the, the master salesman. Tom fucky fuck. I can't remember his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. He was like the master of sales. The key is, you want to get him to say yes three times and he creates an emotional bond. You'd like your life to be easier, wouldn't you? And we like when things are easier and more affordable. Would you like more time? Would you like, well, can I show you how to make more time in your life? Huh? Can I, allow me a moment to make, put more, you'd like more money in your pocket and time, wouldn't you? Huh? Huh? <laughs> These fucking salesmen. Just leave me alone, dick. I don't want to talk to you. Now, come on. Don't be like that. I think I have something that you'd want. <laughs> yeah, dickhead. I wrote the book on this. I'm good. Anyway, that was the sales pitch that Asia's Hutchins pin was using. There you go. There you go. That's the sales pitch. Now, you see, you got to be able to read the body language. Now, dude in the black is incredulous. Dude in the mint green is gay. And the lady in the blue with her couch sitting next to her is interested. Yes, Tom Hopkins. Thank you. Appreciate that, the Dave 24. That's exactly who I was referencing was Tom Hopkins' sales books. <laughs> I drew a blank mid-rant. I apologize. Now, the lady in the blue, who may be on her way out, but she's interested, or she can't hold her back up. It's one or the other. That's the trouble. See, that's the trouble also when you're reading body language, is if somebody, that's a lady. Shut up, Rick. That's a lady. We're not pretending that's a guy. A man would never wear those colors together. We're making that a woman. All right, Rick? For, this, for the fucking point I'm making here, that's a woman. All right? Now, listen to me. In the blue... See, this is trouble because everyone's back in their chairs, which means they're not buying what you're selling, except for the one in blue. But you can't tell if the person in blue, the lady and or man, in blue, you can't tell if that's a woman in the blue there, the light blue, obviously. But we can't tell if she's interested or if she's got a spinal issue. So you never, that's the problem is you can't tell, am I making a good sales pitch or is my audience disabled? You know what I mean? That's a problem. You got to know the difference. You might need to look for verbal confirmation. Hey, I'm Asia Hutchinson. Do you like what I'm saying? Did you see how I said it? What do you guys think of that, huh? You give a little one of those old guy winks. Old guys are the only people that can get away with a wink, by the way. They give an old, old guy wink. I love a good old guy wink on shit that really wasn't that, like, significant. You know what I mean? Like, I like a good old guy wink where they go, Huh? You know what I'm talking about. And you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, wink. And you're like, fuck, got me. I'm with this guy. I'm not sure what it is about him, but he's a smooth operator. 
Anyway, great event. Looks good. I think do they have to bring their own coffee though. That's not classy. Anywho, we were talking about uh, Chris Krispy Kreme earlier. Well, he's back and he's clarifying something. Now, this is really important, and I appreciate this because Chris Christie, at least up until now, I thought was kind of a fucking dickhead, but I might have been wrong. Turns out this whole time he was insulting the shit out of everybody who's ever supported Trump and all of his policies, it wasn't actually us he was talking about. He actually likes us. I didn't even know. Apparently, he just has a big rubbery one for Trump specifically. Chris Christie argued that his attacks against Donald Trump are not meant to be against Trump's base. He's not talking to us, you guys. My comments are not about them. They're directly about him, he said when asked how he would persuade Trump supporters that he isn't against them. Oh, oh, thank you for clarifying, fatty. I feel so much better. Wow, thank you. God, you guys, now... We've got to go back and reconsider this fucking fat schlep uh, as a serious candidate now that he's, you know, around 1%. So I'm so glad he clarified that. Uh, Didn't that make you feel a lot better? I feel better. Okay, now we've dunked on a bunch of presidential hopefuls, most of them diluted. We've made fun of Rod fucking DeSantis. And then we talked about Asia Hutchinson, and then we covered Chris Krispy Kreme. And yet somehow, those three fucking dorks still aren't having the worst day of anybody in the world. The worst day of anybody in the world goes to this fucking idiot, and it ain't the one on the right. Dude, it is that little weeble wobble on the left. What the actual fuck, dude? This... Are you kidding me? I already used up my Make-A-Wish joke, but this is like Make-A-Wish UN. Dude, this is the face you make when you don't realize that you run an insignificant shithole country and you were simply a fucking mark. He doesn't know what comes next. Everybody, listen, Americans, you've seen enough fucking movies, right? Do you know how things end for Zelensky? He doesn't get the girl or boy and end up on a yacht, a super yacht with a mountain of coke. Okay? This is the dead giveaway that Zelensky might have himself a problem soon. Dude, you were last year, bro. We needed you to funnel money for our midterm election. We don't actually need you anymore. You guys know what this movie ends with. It ends with this little weebly fuck entering a room thinking he's about to be made and being like, ah, fuck. You know it's coming. I know it's coming. Everybody who's ever seen any fucking cartel mafioso movie knows it's coming, except for this dipshit. Everybody knows it's coming. I can fucking see it coming a million miles away. The fact that they're all ignoring him now tells me they're like, dead man walking. And he doesn't know it. He's just like, I'm important. I'm important. Dude, Zelensky, this is the most fucking pathetic photo in the history of politics of the world. That is an amazing photograph, by the way. This is, 
I swear to God, they trans they somehow captured a picture of Zelensky at his eighth grade dance. <laughs> He's just like no one's talking to me. <laughs> why, why? Did did nobody tell I was? Am I in the right room? Is this where I'm supposed to be? Oh, there's Macron. Maybe I'll wait to see what he's done. We can chat. I'm wearing my uniform. It's green. I need to wear green because I'm in war and I need to be camouflaged. It's my combat uniform. I wear this when I'm leading my men. <laughs> what the? Why? I love this. Why is it's like he's got last year's Halloween outfit on. You know what I mean? He's wearing his Halloween outfit like past Halloween and it's from last year. Dude, you might as well have given him a fucking COVID mask. Like <laughs> he's he looks so awkward. I'm waiting for one of the other fucking foreign dignitaries for their wife to be like, go talk to Zelensky. You're like, no, I don't want to talk to him. He's a dick. He's weird. They're like, go talk to him. He looks so lonely. Go, go talk to him. This is a NATO meeting, you guys. This is a NATO meeting where they already decided he's not going to be let in. That's what makes it funny. They all agreed, now nah, we're not letting you in. And he's like, why am I at this party? This sucks. <laughs> he's wearing the green camo outfit. He looks like he should be getting someone's car. Get a car. Is he getting their car? You're going pump gas? Uh, Ma'am in the blue, I just need to talk to you. I figured out what was going on with your muffler. Ma'am, ma'am, I don't mean to interrupt, but I did figure out exactly what's going on with that muffler. It's, it's not going to be cheap to fix. <laughs> what is he doing? Dude doesn't know he's a prop. You were fucking, you will be lucky to survive this year, bud. This is not a, the face of a man who's going to grow old, okay? This is a guy who doesn't know how the deep state works and took the coke and the fucking male hookers and has no clue what comes next, but we all know it. We all exactly know what comes after this. It's him entering a room where they told him the, hey, you're gonna get made today, bud. Big deal, huh? You excited? I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna go great. Well, see you, bud. Uh-huh, see you guys. Are we doing this again next week? Yeah, man, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, okay. Fucking Zelensky. I swear to God. Oh, it's so great. I love this fucking picture. What a lonely piece of shit. <laughs> oh, dude, someone's got to go talk to him. That's shocking. Imagine getting invited to a meeting, though, where they've already decided you're not joining the club. They're like, no, you're not joining. He's like, what? I flew all the way here. They're like, no, you're not getting in. You're weird. No one likes you. We already used you for what we needed to use you for. Oh, fuck. Oh, all right. Let's get into some President Trump. He's fired up, and I want to cover this before the end of the show, and we're running out of time. All right. Donald Trump says he has an idea, and I like when Trump has ideas because they're usually awesome. I have an idea. Get deranged Jack Smith to take just a tiny portion of the millions of dollars he is spending illegally targeting me and let him go to the White House with his army of thugs to solve the cocaine dilemma. I bet they already know the answer, but just in case, it could be done in five minutes. Is Crooked Joe and his wonderful son, is it his Crooked Joe and wonderful son Hunter? 
Release the findings. Release the tapes. We can't have a crackhead in charge of the nuclear arsenal. I, I love a good crackhead joke, okay? Because when I th see things like crackhead on the screen, I instantly think New Jack City. And when I think New Jack City, I think Pookie. And I love that. I love a good Pookie. You know what I mean? Yeah, just I love you got to go back and you go New Jack City. So many great memories. So much. What a great soundtrack. Great titties in that film. Also, if you haven't watched it in years, got some good New Jack City titties. Because that's because you can't let broads wear shirts when they're sorting your crack cocaine because they'll steal it. So you need their titties out. Anyway, I love a good uh, yeah, just a crackhead reference is awesome, especially when it comes from Trump. So. Well done, President Trump. Oh, yeah, also, he, he did have a comment. He was making fun of uh, DeSanctis, which is, you know, at this point, feels a little bit like a punching down. That eh, poll just came out. I'm 59 points up on Rod DeSanctimonious in Miami-Dade County and up 39 with Hispanics. Isn't it weird that DeSantis uh, is polling 39 points behind Trump despite having the last name DeSantis? I mean, it's obviously a somewhat ethnic last name, and dude is fading fast. They hate him down in Miami-Dade. They think he's a dork. Yeah, I think he's a fucking dork down there. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Donnie J crushed him. All right. President Trump went on a, a pretty epic rant here. Let's uh, get into that. Here we go. The DOJ will not defend me in the E. Jean Carroll civil case, which is all part of the political witch hunt. Lawyered up by a political operative who I just beat in another case, financed by a big political funder and judged by a Clinton appointee who truly hates Trump. The statements that I made about Carol are all true. I didn't rape her. I won that at trial. And other than for this case, I have no idea who she is, what she looks like, or anything about her. Is uh, These are all true statements by Donnie J. He's completely baffled by this. He uh, continued on page two. The Carroll civil case against me is a miscarriage of justice and a total scam. The trial was very unfair, with the other side being able to do and present virtually anything they wanted, and our side being largely and wrongfully shut down by an absolutely hostile, biased, and out-of-control judge. My lawyers, due to their respect for the office of the president and the incredul incredulity of the case did not want me to testify or even be at the trial. The net result of this horrible injustice where a completely unknown to me woman made up a ridiculous story, wrote it in a book to increase publicity and sales. I correctly disputed the story and got sued for defamation, whereupon a hostile judge and jury shockingly awarded a woman who I don't know and have never known and don't want to know $5 million while at the same time throwing out the fake rape claim. We are strongly appealing this travesty of justice. Donnie J. Trump. There you go. And uh, he wasn't done. He was, on a f he was on fire yesterday as well. Steve, we were respected more than we were ever respected just three years ago. I tell you, other countries listened to me and they respected, they respected our country. Now they laugh at us. They think we're fools. And whether it was France, where they were trying to tax us out of business, you know, with, their, with American companies, where I said, you do that, and I'm putting 100% tax on your wine and champagne. 
And all of a sudden he says, oh, I, we would never do that. No, no, we will not do that. You know, it was done right. already. Right. And my people could do Nobody could do it. I got on the phone with Macron. I said, we're going to put a 100% tax tariff on your wines and champagne. And they called back. They said, we're dropping everything. Please don't. Do it. We were respected by everybody. President Xi, Putin. Look what I did with Putin. I ended the pipeline. Exactly. Nord Stream 2. Nobody ever heard of Nord Stream 2 until I came along. Exactly. They were building a massive pipeline to Germany and to all of Europe, and I ended it. They actually ceased construction, and then Biden comes in, and, and they started it up right away. I know. I mean, he gave them the approval to start it up. No, we're, we're not respected. We're laughed at. He's laughed at. He's a, he's a joke. He this is. This guy is a joke of a president, yeah, and I it's a sure. shame. It's a shame. Now I can speak the way we want to speak. Good. Gloves off. Love Donnie J. Gloves off. Gloves off. I can speak the way I want to speak. You're damn right you can, sir. Keep going. And, you know, if you look at him in Florida, I got him in. He was dead. He was totally dead. Ooh, meatball. When I endorsed him, he went up. The man that was winning, Adam Putnam, had no chance of losing. When I endorsed him, then I helped him get through the – I did rallies for him for his election because he had no chance. He was going against somebody that uh, was like the future of the Democrat Party. Turned out it wasn't so good. He was like a crackhead, but nobody knew that at the time. <laughs> and we got him past that one. You know, that was going to be a very tough. He didn't think he could win the race. I held three rallies for him, massive, massive rallies. And he ended up went, ends up winning. Then three years later, they say, will you run against the president? And he says, I have no comment. A crackhead. One more Trump clip, you guys. We have a crooked president who's compromised, and I believe China totally controls him because he's taken in tens of millions of dollars, him and his son, from China, and they know where every penny of it is, and all they have to do is reveal it, and that's the end. But people know it anyway without without it even being revealed. Facts. I say all that to say this. Trump is unlikely to participate in the first two GOP presidential debates According to a longtime advisor, I hope he doesn't. He has no reason to. You're up damn near 60 fucking points. The field sucks. And uh, we already know that the media hates you, so they're going to be biased. We already know that all of the other candidates aren't serious candidates. They're just there to destroy your chances in a general election. There's no benefit. Everybody knows Donald J. Trump. Everybody knows what you stand for. Everybody who loves you is going to love you, and everybody who hates you is going to hate you. And everybody who's on the fence just has to see enough more of Biden to make a decision. So... Don't bother, bud. I agree. All right, guys, I'm done. I somehow managed to wrap up this show before the appliance delivery guys get here, which if we're tracking it, let me check. I'm hoping I'll get a sandwich or something for lunch. I'm starving. Let's see. Hold on. They still only have three more stops before they get to us, which is exactly how many stops they had before I began this show. It's going well. God bless you, God bless America, and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley, and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilley Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. But there is no way this is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war... You fucking idiots is not is not something about the just oh the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. 
I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. There's not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. The poorest way to face life is to face it with a sneer. There are many men who feel a kind of twisted pride in cynicism. There are many who confine themselves to criticism of the way others do what they themselves dare not even attempt. There is no more unhealthy being, no man less worthy of respect, than he who either really holds or feigns to hold an attitude of sneering disbelief toward all that is great and lofty, whether an achievement or in that noble effort which, even if it fails, comes to second achievement. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat.